Welcome back to the episode of Let Me Tell You What a Weekend for Cougar Sports. It was volleyball swept the Arizona schools and their first sweep in Tucson since 2016. And the Wildcats are not pushovers. In fact, they're one of the top teams in the conference, which might help us slide into the top 25 following another, following another strong performance from Pia Timmer. We're looking on the outside currently in the top 25. I think we're like 27th or 28th, but the only rankings that matter are the top 25. But it feels like every freaking game we talk about Pia Timmer or freshman sensation Katie Ryan, which I I think we need to talk more about Katie Ryan. Pia Timmer, you went into this season expecting greatness, and you got it. I think it's phenomenal what Katie Ryan is doing, stepping in, making her college debut in conference, and just being a dominant force, kill after kill after kill. It's been fantastic. Let's talk about the next team trying to get into the top 25. The soccer team is on the outside looking in, but they were... Followed up on a one nothing loss to Stanford on Thursday. They didn't play Stanford like they were Stanford. They played them as if they were playing Seattle U, Arkansas State. Teams that they didn't have to necessarily play their best to win. We didn't beat Seattle U, so not the best metaphor or analogy. But the idea is we missed a lot of shots in the beginning we shouldn't have missed. But let's just step forward because it's over. It's lost. The game is over. Let's go to Cal. We just beat them 2 nothing off of the legs of Sidney Pulver and Elise Bennett, two fantastic upperclassmen for us, which puts us in a good place. We are positioned third place in the Pac-12 after the Stanford loss. We're in third, could be in second. We play the USC, the the top-ranked USC Trojans on the 19th. So, Cook fans, please come out and watch this crucial game because we are totally capable of winning the Pac-12 this year, which would be incredible. I would be the PA voice for the reigning Pac-12 champions. But we have postseason visions of glory. This is our 10th year with 10 wins right now. We're in double digits already. This is fantastic. No complaints from me, minus a couple close games. But overall, you're not, you can't really be that upset. It's just, it's been phenomenal. This team is amazing. But Walker, don't bury the lead, my man. Don't bury the lead. You know what? I'm going to bury the lead just a little bit more because this is my 100th episode of Let Me Tell You. When I started this my freshman year, I, I didn't think this would be going to strong years, much less have opened the doors that I didn't even know were possibly open. Did I think I'd be the PA for the best team on the Palouse? Women's soccer, baby. Or as Coach Beard says it, women's soccer, baby. Horticulture, baby. Or working in the athletic department? I don't know. I definitely didn't think that. But I think of a couple of shout outs to my dad who listens to every episode before I send them out, before I release them. My mom, who brought up the Blue Yeti mic during Parents Weekend my freshman year. My sister, who set up the soundproofing when I was stuck at home during the first part of the pandemic. Kyle Sweet being my first interview ever. And then, obviously, we can't forget the GOAT, Max Bayer or Butch T. Cougar for being the best guests I've had and my most listened to episode yet. But don't worry, I'm not burying the lead. This Cougar football team is tied for second place in the Pac-12 North which is shocking after the Cougars pulled up the upset, beating the OSU-Oregon State Beavers 31-24. Plus, now we have the tiebreaker on the Beavers, who are still in first. Now, it wasn't for a lack of trying or to give up the game or lose. We decided to run the ball on 3rd and 10 near the Beavers' end zone, or another occasion, failing to not take the points and going and not converting on 4th down instead of kicking it. I'm a firm believer in what Vince Lombardi says, take the points. You don't know when you're going to need them. Sure, you get the fourth down, but there's no guarantee you score after that. But you didn't get the fourth down. You take the points. You always take the points. Vince Lombardi says it. And do you know why we listen to Vince Lombardi? Because he's really good at coaching. He was really good at coaching. So this was the first game where we went into halftime without a lead. So you know what? I figured it out, guys. I figured it out. I'm a genius. So 
Nick Rolovich, if you're listening to this, I don't know why you would. Figure it out. I am a certified mastermind. We can't blow a lead if we don't go into halftime with one. So guys, just fall behind early before the second half, and then we're good. We don't blow the game then. It's so simple. I don't know why I didn't think of that. So our pass defense played really well. I want to start off positive. They held Chance Nolan to 150 yards passing. But running defense, rush defense, not so great. Their starting and backup running back both went for over 100 yards. So lucky for us, our next game, the Stanford Cardinals at home. Go Cougs! They don't have a ton of depth at running back. None of their running backs play super well. And the Pac-12 does what the Pac-12 does, and it cannibalizes itself. So Stanford beat USC Week 1 after their the Trojans' Heisman hopeful, Keevan Slovis, went down. One of the conference's tops hopes for the playoffs didn't happen. Then they beat Oregon, ending the conference's only hope later on for a postseason appearance as an undefeated champion. What's stopping us from beating them? Offensively? Probably not much. It's like we're still living with Mike Leach here. We put up decent numbers. Travell Harris, nearly a buck 15 yards. Joey Hobart, son of former UW quarterback, caught his first TD pass. Overall thoughts? Hopefully we can go a game where JDL doesn't need to throw an interception like he did against Cal or Oregon State or any other team pretty much. Oh, and also, please, JDL, take a journalism class. It's a little embarrassing, man. You don't really know what a journalist does. It's not their job to support you as a team. He said this in his post-game press conference. I'm not going to harp on it, but it's you got to learn what it is to be a journalist, man. Journalists aren't there to support the team and put you guys up on a pedestal. Their job is to talk about the stories. And the story is, what's going to happen is your coach applied for a religious exemption. That's the story. And I'm sorry, it's not a fun story for the team. It's not a fun story for WSU students, but it's the story. I said I wasn't going to harp on it, but I kind of did. So overall, this is not the place I thought we'd be in. It's much better than I did at the beginning of the season. The defense played really well against a offense whose goal was to run the ball, which they did successfully. So we knew their goal is, my goal is hopefully we can stop Stanford's passing attack, their air raid system of sorts. Stanford is an amazing team. We can beat them. It's possible. So let's do this. Go Coop. Like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want me to do here? I get him a prostitute? What 